Confessions of a Wanna Be a Girl. This past week has honestly been kind of nuts for me. And I found myself this week really being like, oh my God, when am I going to have time? So, just to give some context, this past week uh, starts on Saturday, really, for me. I went down to Anaheim with my group of friends um, to do like a spooky Airbnb and go to Disneyland on Sunday. And then on Monday, I also went back to Disneyland, such a luxury, but obviously affecting my weekend time, giving me not a lot of time to get my week started off correctly, whatnot. Then Tuesday, I had a really full day. And then on Tuesday, I also found out I was being asked to be booked to work on set as a production assistant, a PA. And these things just happen for me. Things come out out of the blue. Work opportunities happen. Auditions just happen. And I was underprepared for the week ahead because I thought I was going to have a lot more free time. I didn't account for how how much exhausted I would be from going to Disneyland two days with my friends and then with my boyfriend and other friends. I just was unprepared for the week ahead. And I kept being like, I just do not have time to make all these things happen. For instance, I'm decently active on social media for the podcast. I barely posted it all. I did barely, I didn't post it all for the podcast because I just got so slammed. I couldn't catch up. So, you know, it just came down to like, how am I going to be in situations like this where I'm basically managing on some level three businesses? I've got my acting career going. I've got the podcast career going. And then I'm also working as a production assistant. And it's just like, where on earth is the time? So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to find more time. We're going to talk in this episode about how to find more time. I'm Marley Fragging, and I'm the host of Confessions of a Wanna Be It Girl. I'm an LA girl who is deeply affected by social media, loves glitz, glam, and fame, and has big dreams of being an actress. And I'm obsessed with the idea of having it all. So in order to have it all, though, we have to make a time for it all or else you can't have any of those things you want in life. So I want to talk to you guys today about how to create and save more time. In order to create more time, you have to prioritize things big and small. And then you're also probably going to have to learn to give things up. For me, some things that are a big priority is acting, podcasting, and then the production work because that is my income on some level. On a small level, the things that are a priority to me are having a clean house, getting um, quality rest, and spending time with my loved ones. So the range is large of like our priorities. And we have to really look at what's important to us at the current season we're in of our life. I'm in my mid to late 20s. Obviously, career things are going to be very important. But I've in the past had a really bad reputation of burning myself out. So I also on some level do prioritize rest and making sure I'm getting balanced social and family time. So in these situations, like what can we give up? Giving up on certain things also comes in shapes and sizes. And also maybe you're not giving up on that certain thing forever. For instance, 
this is laughable, but cooking for me is not a priority. I do not care to cook. It's a waste of time. It's a lot of energy. I don't like it. Other people really prioritize cooking. They love the time, find it meditative. Eating well and healthy might be important to them. Yeah, I'd like to eat healthy and I'd like to think I make healthy choices, but taking the time to cook, not a priority. I live off of frozen Trader Joe's food and takeout. (laughs) So that's just what I've chosen not to prioritize. But then something that I have chosen to prioritize is I really feel like I need to have a clean space to function. So sometimes I'm sacrificing time to clean. That happened this morning. Eric was supposed to come over earlier to help record this podcast. And I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. I need you to come an hour later because like I have to get this done or I won't be focused. And that's what I'm choosing to prioritize. So see how it's like small things I'm giving up in order for my time. Like I'm, I'm giving up the time of cooking because I don't really care about it. And I'm prioritizing cleaning time because it affects me to have that clean space. Other people like are going to have different things. Like cleaning is somewhat meditative for me. And like if cooking for you also isn't something you want to prioritize, but you're like really concerned about eating healthy, maybe check out a meal plan or like, you know, get into some routine of how to make that easier. Something on a big scale I've maybe given up is in the past year, I have extremely reduced my partying. Like extremely. I really don't enjoy going out like I used to. So it might be easier probably just because of my age. But it's a big thing I've given up is some social time. It's just like, you know, most Friday nights I'm at home. I've taken on a class that's on Saturdays. Like those are things in the past, like even like a year ago, I probably wouldn't do because it would hinge on party time or hanging out with social friends time. But I've given it up to pursue something that's the top priority to me, which is one of my careers. So you have to look and see what you're willing to give up in order to create all time. If you're going out every single night, you're getting up and going to whatever job or thing you need to be to get to, you're probably not going to get the thing you want and you're not going to have any time for yourself or any time to do whatever. So the range is large. I also think there's like good, cool ways to like multitask. Like for instance, like taking phone call meetings while you walk around the block. Or if you have like an at-home workout situation, like if you can be on Zoom and turn your camera off, like walking on the treadmill. Or, you know, for instance, I have a Peloton. I have like a Peloton desk. Like you can like lay on top of it. And like if I'm in a meeting, I just like am pedaling. So I'm like passively multitasking. We just have to learn to find the things that you love enough to do on the weekends or in your free time and then create some space in between them. So you have to prioritize big and small and you have to give up things. And it, like maybe that's not forever. Maybe it's just for this season. So what can we streamline? What can we make more effective? So maybe it saves you some time or just takes less time in general. So some things I have learned to do is like, I log my taxes as I go. A 
I work in freelance space and I get paid often by check. And there's always the option to direct deposit. And I never do because when I get the check, I like to log it all out. So I know what I need to... Yeah, I use an accountant, but like can send to him to get him or her. I'm not actually sure. Him or her. But regardless, it doesn't really matter. I'm getting a new one anyways. Tax is really, really difficult this year. And I do that as I go. So at the end of the year, I'm not going to have to spend like two hours getting all that information to the accountant or however you do your taxes. Like that's a huge time suck that a lot of people get stressed about. This is another easy, like silly slop and it might be a little bit of overkill. I have three laundry bins. One for lights, one's for darks, and one for athletic clothing. So I don't have to spend the time to sort it. When one's full, it's just time to wash it. You know, and I I know that might be a little bit of an overkill, but it seriously does save me a lot of time of not having to sort me and my boyfriend's laundry. Then I can just throw it in there. So finding little hacks that you can do that you're like, oh, this is tedious. It's like, how could we make it untedious? Like, okay, maybe something that's wasting your time a lot is like, you can't find your keys every morning. Okay, well, let's buy an air tag or like have a spot and put a command strip with a hook on it that we know is always going to be there. There's like simple things we can do that are, these are micro, like I'm not saving you hours, but I'm saving you a little bit of brain power. Another big thing that like I'm kind of shocked people don't do more often is having different email boxes. I have four different email accounts. I have Marley Fragging, which is like my personal email. I have one for the podcast. And then I have one for film production stuff. And then I have one for the HOA. And that keeps it all streamlined. So I'm not searching through my mailbox, looking for a certain thing, whatnot. And the messages are just all in one place. So like, what can you do in your space that is like that? Is there a certain place that like you... There's even a more creative way to get into this. I don't know how to do this. There's a way on Gmail even to say when like emails from this certain person come in, you can put them into a certain folder. If that can declutter you and give you some more time, more power to you. But another thing that like I've learned to streamline, which is not everybody of my friends favorite is I pick like two or three times a day to answer text messages. Maybe in the morning when I wake up, maybe once around midday and then one at the end of the day. I'm not constantly going back to it. Text messages to me are like slightly new emails, but like I'm saving myself a lot of like breaking up time by not chaotically rechecking and checking my phone. Which brings me to like, you just have to set rules for yourself about you'll do this, this, and this when. I mean, I think a really common one you hear some people say is like, I don't go out on the weekdays. And like, I've tried and failed, but I try not to drink on the weekdays because like, that's going to set off my week. And you just have to pick and choose what your rules are for yourself. Like for me, it's that I don't uh, answer my text messages consistently. I pick times to answer my text messages. But I mean, there's there's just so many different forms of this. I mean, I think a great one would be is I'm only allowed to get on social media at like 7 p.m. That would be great. That's a huge time suck for a lot of people. 
that being said, there's a point that I've talked a little bit about before is the power of spreading things out. Oh my gosh, there's nothing I love more than looking at a month and like spreading all the things out that need to happen. So for example, I'm in a course. It's, um, you know, kind of like a self-spiritual course, whatever. This is irrelevant to the point. It is eight weeks long and you have six months to do it. Okay. That sounds really easy. Why don't we just do it eight weeks? Bam, 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 bam. Okay. That's like highly unrealistic for me. I'm probably not going to log into the course every single day and make sure it gets done. So I give myself two whole weeks to make sure that course gets done. And then I've completed one lesson in two weeks over six months. Okay. So if I stick with that, I'm still going to be earlier than six months. Like October has been kind of a mess for me. I haven't been really consistent on a lot of things. It's okay because I was already on like week five when things went haywater. And I've got to like January or February to do that. The power of spreading it out ahead of time. So you have to allow kind of for like a medium amount of time for things to take place. Not a small amount of time. If you have the leisure, I'm not anything that has like an immediate due time. Do not anything that has an immediate due date, but you have to allow for this like a medium amount of time to have some like ebb and flow with it. But then you have backup time on the end. So another good example of this is creating two to-do lists. My therapist actually recommended this. You have one list and it's like the things that have to get done today or are due. And then you have another list that's like a week long or a month long. And it's like, these things need to get done this week, this month. So that's another great way to approach it. You've got more space, more leeway, and you can prioritize the things. I think when everybody puts um, all both of those immediate things and the things that are not as urgent, but you want to get done in the same list, I think it can cause a lot of stress just from Owen's personal experience. And you start to prioritize things that maybe are the least important. So spacing the two lists apart might help that. It reminds me of like shooting um, luxury shots. Yes. You know, like you have your list of all the shots you need and you have your luxury shots. Yeah, no, I think it is really like shooting. Like you make sure. So what Eric's talking about is when you're on set, the director is picked what um, shots are going to be shot. And like some are absolutely necessary to make sure the story makes sense and other things wouldn't be great and can add to the story later. So if you get through all the musts, you can get to the luxuries, which are obviously going to make the story more creative, feel more, you know, you or whatnot. So creating two separate lists. So this is something I do. And I've kind of talked about this is every single day I write a to-do list. And sometimes I have separated the list into things that are priorities. And sometimes I haven't, but my to-do list can get long. I'll look at it and around like 3.30-ish time, I'll see the things that it's just like, can't really get to it today, not a priority. And I scribble it out so I can still read it and I just move it to the next day. I kind of bump it. So it's like, okay, great. It's taken care of. It's happening tomorrow. Not a priority. I'm a big fan of like laying out a week's to-do list and bumping things as they become less and more of a priority. 
And after this crazy week I've had of getting thrown a production job out of nowhere, um, it kind of reminded me that the importance of getting ahead, not something I'm always an expert on as I'm kind of inconsistent on this, but an example would be posting for this podcast. I like to post, um, I in the past have posted five reels a week that has been declining, but regardless, I've had no stuff back planned in my podcast to be posting on Instagram or TikTok or any of the things. And so in order to get ahead, I think there's two things. You need to take either like a full day or a full chunk of time to really set yourself up to get ahead. Get through all the things you need to do to set yourself up to consistently or for an allotted amount of time where you're going to be really busy, be ahead. And then here's the side hack to it. Every day, once you're ahead, if you've got this, like we'll use content in this example, you have this bin of Instagram reels stored up that you spent um, three hours building. Why not? I don't know if it really takes three hours or not, just for a frame of reference. We'll say you have this bin of content you've built up and you've taken three hours to make. Okay. So then it's the next day and you find yourself like kind of bored. You're, you're not sure if you should go to the store or, you know, wait for your friend to come over. Why don't we maybe make one more reel to add to this bin? So the bin can become a little bit bigger. Then if you're already ahead, you've built, you continually add to your bin of like content or whatever being ahead stuff is. And then you'll have a huge backup file of all the things you can post or add or whatever you need to do if you need some time to get ahead or you're really busy. For instance, I really could have used this bin this past week. And then once it starts, you're just constantly replenishing your bin by moving one bit ahead, You know, breaking it down by adding one little thing into the bin every day. So we'll go back to the content example. All right, I'm waiting for my friend or I don't know to the grocery store. I make an I film a reel, but I don't write the captions. Okay, now it's Monday. I'm waiting um for my dinner to arrive, whatever. Then all right, then I might as well title the 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 reel. You see what I'm saying? You continually are adding to your expansion of backloaded support for whatever you need. So I just want us to remember that life gets busy, things get crazy. We, we're all very familiar with this. And when your head starts to spin and you get really in like a freak out jazz mode, or maybe you're really killing it in one area, you just can't get to another area that's important to you. I just want to remind you of a few things. First off, you're going to have to prioritize big and small. It might be for a season and could be forever to think about streamlining things and how we can make them more effective to increase some downtime or just time back for yourself. Remember the concept of spreading things out and it's okay to push things on tomorrow's to-do list if it allows and focus on just the immediate things that need to get to, uh, the immediate things that need to get done. And if you can, rely on being ahead. And if you can't rely on being ahead, remember that maybe this panic that you just went through when you were thinking of all these other steps could inspire you to be ahead in the future. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions about anything mentioned in this episode, 
feel free to reach out to me. I love talking about like organizing and time saving things, even though I honestly don't save that much time. Um, and make sure to follow the podcast. We're on YouTube. If you'd like to watch visually Instagram and as always, we'll see you next week. 